Some of you are no doubt familiar with the English writer Evelyn Underhill. She wrote on mysticism and the spiritual life. She died in 1941, but her books are still read by many, many a Christian. More than simply being a writer, she was also a practitioner. And I think that's why people read her books so thoroughly. Um, When you read her words, you hear, you get to know, you see a person of deep prayer. You feel the depth of her prayer in her words. In one essay called The Light of Christ, she talks about how first appearances can be deceiving. We can think of lots of examples of that. But she talks about one in particular, about how perhaps a friend might suggest you check out a particular church, a church that's known for its stained glass windows, for instance. And so imagine such a church, and you you approach this church on a bright sunny day from the outside, but looking at the church windows, imagine this church this afternoon. You look from outside And the windows all look sort of alike. They're a dark grayish kind of color. They're they're dull and a little dirty and thick and grubby. But then Evelyn Underhill writes, Then we open the door and go inside. We leave the outer world, enter the inner world. And the universal light floods through the windows and bathes us in their color and beauty and significance, shows us things of which we had never dreamed, a loveliness that lies beyond the fringe of speech. If you've ever been in this space during the daytime, you know exactly what she's describing. She goes on to say that this is a little like our understanding of God. We cannot understand God from the outside, but understanding only comes when we enter in. The Church of the Holy Trinity is a perfect place for us to understand this truth, for us to to understand some of the mysteries of Good Friday. We're exactly that kind of church from the outside. All the windows look kind of gray and uninteresting, but then when you come in, there's a whole world going on. This day, the liturgies, the prayers, the music, the stories are all a little bit like that. From the outside, the day itself appears to be named incorrectly. After all, what is good about this day? What's good about an innocent man, a prophet, a healer, a teacher being killed for no reason other than the fear and the anxiety of the religious rulers of his day. But from the inside, from the standpoint of faith, we begin to understand that Jesus has given himself on the cross, and what may appear on the outside as failure will be turned into triumph. The Good Friday perspective is one that can help us through dark times especially when all we see or think we see is darkness, when we don't exactly feel God's presence, or when our soul cries out with Jesus, why have you forsaken me? 
a Good Friday perspective can remind us that if we go through, if we go into, if we allow God to go with us, then we will move from outside. We'll move from outside in and things will look a lot different. With eyes to see clearly and faith to perceive the true nature of things, Theodore of Studios was a 9th century writer who was able to sing praise even on this day. He wrote, How splendid the cross of Christ! It brings life, not death. It brings light, not darkness. Paradise, not its loss. It is the wood on which the Lord, like a great warrior, was wounded in hands and feet and side, but healed thereby our wounds. A tree had destroyed us in the Garden of Eden, but a tree now brings us to life. In the moments ahead, as we are invited to venerate the wood of the cross, as we are invited to participate in the sacrament of Holy Communion, may God give us the faith of Good Friday, faith to see beyond appearances, faith even to enter into death so that we might be brought to new life again. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.